Crane's Corner, sponsored by Mark Kleiderlein and Corey Kelly from Principal Financial Group. When COVID-19 hit California in March of 2020, Governor Gavin Newsom wasted little time in making the people he governs crazy. Using the state's emergency powers, the ones reserved for, say, a tsunami slamming into Los Angeles or ISIS thugs taking over Disneyland or even the next giant earthquake to hit San Francisco, the slick-looking, confident liberal leader became the lord and master of 40 million constituents. Suddenly, we were ordered to stay home, avoid non-family members, wash our hands till they were raw, wear face coverings, and stay at least six feet from any other human being. He told us we couldn't go to the beach or to church. Disneyland closed, as did most bars and restaurants, wineries, breweries, health clubs, barbershops, and nail salons, for what seemed like forever. Ignoring most anyone but a team of advisors and medical experts, Newsom held the line on these shutdowns, guided by color-coded charts that allowed counties to embarrass each other or forced us to cross the county line for a haircut, a cold beer, or a mani-pedi. Infections and death continued to come in vast waves. Some of the protocols made sense. A lot of them made us scratch our heads. With no day-to-day business, many successful of business failed. We got shaggy. We got depressed. Some people drank or partied to the detriment of their health. Fighting basics like TP and hand sanitizers became a challenge. But in California, we grumbled but knew it was pretty much the same in other parts of the country until we learned it wasn't. The jobless rate soared. Crime followed. The George Floyd murder and the rise of BLM made life more unsettling. COVID's China origin, whether it came from a bat or a sloppy scientist, fueled a disturbing rage against Asian Americans, many of whom weren't even Chinese. President Trump's handling of the crisis probably cost him his job, But Gavin Newsom's COVID management style fueled an expensive recall process that he will probably survive. Now take off your mask for a moment and reflect on the governor and the president. Depending on your political leanings, you probably harbor strong feelings against one or the other or both. As California and the country reopen and we all catch our breath to figure out just what the hell happened over the past 450 days. The view here is Gavin grudgingly might have got it right. But he couldn't have done it without Trump. The president, half a nation despised, did what he promised. He got a vaccine, several of them, in fact, in months, not years. Now, I can't say for sure what the vaccine might do to any of us down the road. But for now, it's pretty much neutralized COVID and made us feel safe. And guess what? Newsom's Dictator Act got it done. Look at the numbers. Yes, 62,000 Californians died of COVID under his watch. But with 40 million people in the state... The per capita death rate is just 160 per 100,000, lower than 27 states, including the ones that opened up early, like Florida, Georgia, and Texas. California's economy survived the pandemic in much better shape than all but a few states. Sure, we still have 8.3% unemployment, but most of the jobs that were lost were lost in restaurants and hospitality, accounting for less than 1% of California's GDP. The state's big industries, healthcare, technology, and agriculture, were all essential to the treatment and ongoing defeat of COVID-19. And because of taxes paid by California's significantly large tier of millionaires, Newsom now has a surplus for the government, which is why he's throwing money at every special interest group and union and awarding big lottery prizes to people who just rolled up their sleeves to get a shot that may have saved their lives and surely made them feel safer. I hate it when the facts get in the way of a good journalistic beatdown. But the more you look at what Newsom did, thanks to Trump and the miracle workers who came up with the vaccines, oh, and billions from his Aunt Nancy and her pals in Congress, California handled COVID better than all of the big states and many of the smaller ones. Was Gavin Newsom arrogant in the process? (laughs) Of course. Was he a wine-drinking hypocrite? Well, at least one night. Maybe he got lucky. 
Or maybe he's smarter than we think. We could have done worse. In fact, a lot of states did. Now this. You want to be ready for what comes next in your life. Whether you're close to retirement or just starting out, we can help with a financial strategy that's tailored to fit your needs right now and going forward. We can help you prepare for what's next. Getting married, buying a home, starting a family, saving for college, dealing with divorce, living in retirement. Set realistic financial goals, maximizing retirement contributions, eliminating debt, investing for the future, reviewing investments. Protect what matters most, income, loved ones, assets. Create your legacy, estate planning strategies, charitable giving. Call Mark Kleiderlein and Corey Kelly at 209-857-3971. 209-857-3971. Insurance products issued by Principal National Life Insurance Company, except in New York. Principal Life Insurance Company securities and advisory products offered through Principal Securities Incorporated, 800-247-1737, member SIPC. Principal National, Principal Life, and Principal Securities, Inc. are members of the Principal Financial Group, Des Moines, Iowa, 50392. Mark Kleiderline and Corey Kelly, Principal National and Principal Life Financial Representatives, Principal Securities Registered Representatives, Financial Advisors. Crane's Corner is not affiliated with any company of Principal Financial Group.